So here it is. If you guys want to know about your family history, just send me 20 bucks and I'll Google your last name. And that's what that's what we'll do. That'll save you. I'm sure it's like close to 100 You Google my last name? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out your ancestors were state senators. No, we're French. That's probably it. Ooh la la. No, Purdue. I just know Purdue is French, but I also know I didn't come here as a Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> got my toes in the water, ass in the sand. Not a worry in the world of cold beer in my hand. Life is good today. Life is good today. Welcome to Fourth and Ten, right here on FourthDistrict.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, all powered by Fourth District. Thank you so much for being here. Three comedians. 10 Topics, the unofficial podcast of Gallery Furniture. <coughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. My name is Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. Snapchat, Instagram is just I am Owens. Uh, Damon's not here again. We'll just go ahead and rip that Band-Aid off. He's real not quick. here, guys. He's not here. He's still on. I think he's in the air right now coming back from the cruise. Prying the air. Damon's out here being famous. Doing just cool stuff. Jetting around the world. Jetting around the world. On giant boats. Yep. Making people laugh. Making people laugh. But David Perdue's here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> land lover, David yeah. Purdue. Love the land, guys. You know me on land lover. Uh, yeah, uh, David Purdue here. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Do or Die. That's at D U E O R D I E. Yeah, we got a we got a good one. We do. I'm very excited. Yeah, we always have producer Dan. He's gonna be with us, yes. of course. I'm here to yeah. fill in. Producer engineer, large shoes of Dan. Yeah, Sumner. Yeah. Producer engineer, also like to call Dan. Um, the the um, what do they call Reggie Jackson? Uh, the stir, the straw that stirs the uh, the <laughs> straw drink. that stirs. Yeah, might Dan. be my favorite, my favorite nickname. <laughs> yeah, you're the straw that stirs for sure. You're the only person I've gotten personal complaints about. <laughs> like people have like texted to be like, "Hey man, what's up with Dan?" <laughs> That's sad that you're yeah. getting texts yeah. about me. <laughs> I'm just like you guys have you have much more things to worry about. <laughs> hey. When there needs to be a devil devil's advocate, I am. You are guy. not afraid to You're play. There. I'll you play. Are. I'll play any role that I need to play. Yeah, there we go. And that's it. Do you have a review? Uh, I'm gonna get one. I'm trying to remember what what date did I say that we're trying to get 105 next week? Next week? I don't know. Did I? What did I say? Do you remember what I said? I, I think like it was. I think it was April first. Oh no, we missed that. Uh, <laughs> we have 85 now. We have 85, which is good. But I'm pretty like, sure we said late April. I'm pretty sure we said May. <laughs> no, I don't remember what we said, but <laughs> somebody go. Back I have a dream. Yeah, can we just you know? I just want, I just want 105 is what I wanted. Yeah, it's just 20 more. Yeah, it's just 20 more, guys. 20 just more. 20 more. I just know there's get, 20 of you out there that haven't reviewed. Get your friends or someone to look. At, get you your know. grandma. Get your grandma yeah. online. It is her favorite topic. It is, is on this. Yeah. Get podcast. your grandma involved. I do have one. Um, it is from Zay underscore L A underscore soul uh it is also five stars entitled weekly pick me up uh parentheses yes comma and then you know how it goes we never we, <laughs> we it's only because i'm looking at my phone people it's i know how like i'm pretty sure i can make it work have shorter titles no that, yeah, yeah. Be, the dot 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 kills us da, every da, time da. uh every anyway time. it says this podcast is most definitely my most anticipated podcast to listen to each week there's enough sports to be current and having formed conversations, uh, enough life to talk to bring in non-sports listeners, and enough laughs to get me through studying for grad school. Hashtag flavor complexions. That is still one yes. of my favorite. Yeah, I, I went back and listened to that several times. I was slightly offended when someone called me like this shrimp, the uncooked shrimp oh, color. God. Who did that? <laughs> On Twitter, someone who came at me like, Dan's, no! the, 
Dan's the uncooked un- shrimp color. Yeah. And I was like, look, my avatar clearly shows that I have some some tan in my skin. They're like translucent. I, like, yes. And I was like, I can't. Surely he's doing this no. for comic relief. But it, it hit me. You're at yeah. least boiled shrimp. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I, you, uh, I can look lobster too, unfortunately. <laughs> anyway, it finishes. It keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Zay underscore LA. So, and keep people keep uh, rating and reviewing us, and we'll keep reading them. We should have, I think we should do that like one time where we do like several just to like everybody gets ready. Because I, it, it is, make it, we'll just make it a topic. We'll make it a topic or not. Well, we're trying to, trying to keep the podcast under an hour and a half. We are. And that has not, we, we hear your concerns, guys. We're also concerned, but hey, that means we're just having fun. So if you don't like fun, That's stop crazy. listening. That's the right. podcast is very long. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I know. Listen, it's just like look at like. <laughs> I'm gonna be very honest. Listen, it's gonna be very. This is a very transparent moment right here. If I saw a podcast, I'm like, I don't have podcasts. I'm like, that don't want that podcast. Don't want me to listen to it. But <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. But but we appreciate the people that do. We do, and we appreciate you telling other people about it. And we know that we got something good here, so we appreciate y'all listening all the way through, or putting in segments. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure most people are like, I'll start it on, I'll start it on Wednesday, and I'll be done there by you go. by next there week. You go. And if you want up. more, you can get on Patreon, get on Patreon, yes. and you get 30 more minutes yes. on a weekly basis. But yeah. you get the off the record version yeah. of this podcast. Yeah, you get to really know what's going on. The unedited, like, uh, complete. Hurtful. Uh, honest. It's basically just like Nate. You say hurtful, we say honest. Yeah, we're just every like everyone. It can be both. Lately, it's just us trying to help Nate <laughs> in some kind of way. And I feel like if you a patron, like it's listener, the same kind of way every week. But it's but you, if you just listen to us, we wouldn't do it. <laughs> Look, we'll start caddying David once you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I need a lot of help. I need a lot of help. But you, this this is this is how much help you need in life. I know myself. I know I need tons of help. But you are so obviously in need of help that it makes it. <laughs> So like people don't even see like honestly you're slowing me down. I want listeners to help me out as well, but they can't because you have these dramatic flaws. You're actually hurting David's hurting trajectory in my life. Trajectory in life, dude. I just know one way I'm gonna walk in. It's gonna be JP in a chair with like a notebook. <laughs> Sit yeah. down, Nate. Hey, Sit man, down, just, Nate. just have a seat. Let's just talk. Let's just talk. Let's just talk. <laughs> yeah. Let's rap, bro. He turns the chair around and sits backwards. Just you and me, dude. Let's, let's just play. Let's play Connect Four, and you can tell me about your childhood. Yeah, and it'll just be that. Has that happened to you? That was a very, it was very specific, specific example. <laughs> no, that's just what I imagine most ambush therapy sessions are. This guy, this guy, Connect Four, four ready to go. I, w- I yeah. That I think, sounds like uh, a pedophile. I think I saw it on the Office. To be honest, not a therapist. I think they said yeah. if you play games, it's disarming. Yeah. All right. It like I like how he watches him. Like this is how they won't get into my brain. I'll study how all this works. I'm ready for that. Oh, you're like, hey, let's play Monopoly and talk about your mom. I'll be like, nope, you're not gonna do oh. that to me. Nah. All right, let's talk sports. Yeah, let's get into it, guys. <laughs> First topic. <laughs> let's talk about the biggest sports story of the week. Of course, biggest one. Uh, NFL punters. Yeah, that was definitely definitely number one. Marquette King, formerly Oakland Raider, probably the biggest. Personality we've seen in special teams in some time. Uh, that makes sense. I would say in my lifetime. No, not in your lifetime. Not in my lifetime. You, if you were in a lifetime with Deion Sanders, who did special teams. Okay. Yeah, you want to talk punting and kicking? Maybe. All right. So yeah, we'll say biggest kicking personality yeah, I've ever sure. seen. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, he was released he's by the not Raiders. White, but yeah, that also had he, well, to I think it's he the, understands the sauce. Yeah, he, he does. He's made himself the most popular punter I've ever seen. I draft him in my fantasy leagues just because I want him. 
And he was also good at it, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was good at it. Yeah, he was good. He danced. He mocked. He tackled. Opposing teams. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fun player. Raiders released him. He's now with the Broncos. Congrats to him and my cousin Ben, who's a Broncos fan, who hates him. That was my favorite thing. (laughs) That he goes from the Raiders to the... So all these Broncos fans that have, like, talked trash about him. It's going to be great to watch them have to just... We love him now. Is there is there an angle to this topic? Yes. Okay. Just curious. He gets cut by the Raiders. Uh, Reggie McKenzie apparently called him in the morning, told him that afternoon he's going to get cut. Uh, he goes to the facility to try to talk to John Gruden, and uh, his idea was he brought him a box of Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> that was his. That was his way in. He bought him. He brought John Gruden just a box. I don't know if they were king size Snickers or fun size. Uh, but it was a box. It wasn't just one. So, yo, that's I don't I don't get why they cut him. Like he wasn't doing anything. Like unless a punter is doing something, like kicking the other way. He's doing a good job. He's clearly numbers wise, he's doing fine. I don't get it. it's like a cultural thing. Like we don't want the intention to go to the punter. We got too much. We got to get rid of. Him. And he showed up with Snickers. Like who gonna cut a dude that showed up with snacks? For real, he showed up with snacks. And John Gruden's a guy that like likes veterans, like hates rookies. Yeah. So what is he gonna go do? He's probably whoever his punter was, probably in Tampa Bay. (laughs) He's gonna like, hey man, pull him out of retirement. Yeah, pull him out of retirement. Gruden's though, he's made some weird statements about wanting to do stuff like the old way and old school. I can get. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that even mean? So first, the thing was not give him water at practice. He talked (laughs) about like analytics, that like this new wave of analytics he doesn't listen to. So I think it's stuff like that that plays into I don't want my punter to have a big personality. They haven't in the past. I don't want that now. I keep thinking of that. Remember that it was an old um it was an old like Madden commercial with like Ray Lewis and he was the tagline was like it was some punter was supposed to talk or kicker and he was like kickers will speak when spoken to. And I feel like that's just what Gruden is bringing in this. He was like, "Hey man, listen, we I got to deal with all these other personalities. Wide well, receivers are always a problem. I still got Marshawn Lynch." I don't have time. I don't have time. Like, I literally, I can't. I can't worry about what the kicker's doing or the kicker's starting to fight because he's a little bit too much. Kickers just kick the ball, punters kick the ball, and then get out of there. As a fan, I loved it. But as a coach, I can kind of understand wanting to, like, minimize the potential, like, headaches that could be out there. I I understand that. But, like, if I'm – people need to realize, like – and I think owners do and coaches maybe don't – is that this is a business – Mm. That's pro- that guy's probably the like last and first punter to ever sell a jersey. Yes. So, why would you get rid of somebody like that? Yeah. Again, if he's kicking thirty yard punts, fine, get rid of him. Right, but he's actually a good punter. So John Owe understands. He's like, bring that dude in. Yeah. I'll sell, I'll sell yeah. some punter jerseys. Yeah. So I I agree, but just to kind of play a little bit of devil's advocate. Would you not be upset if one of your players got suspended because he had to fight to defend the punter? Nah. Not really. Not if that I mean, punter is rolling. That punter, like this particular punter, I feel like he handled his own. And you know what, what I mean? wait, so what exact situation are you talking about? Because I don't know. I'm saying the situation, so like there, there is that idea of like fighting for the guys on your team, which I get, but it usually ends up being well, a Well, someone suspended because they fought for the punter? Are you talking about hypothetical? He's hypothetical. I'm thinking of a hypothetical situation where this would make... Absolute sense. Now, this guy got fired because of your hypothetical situation. He did. He I fired think he, him over I think he got fired because Gruden doesn't want to deal with that personality. That just seems like the easiest. Yeah, and and I mean, again, I'm I, I was even trying to play devil's advocate, but it's it's stupid to to get rid of a good punt. Like they're you want like when you're a kicker or a punter, you don't want them 
You just want them to do their job. This is NFL. This right? is the NFL's so he does. Problem. But I'm saying he does his job. Right. So just yeah. let like whatever happened. You dealt with a jumping dramatic grammatica. Then he tears ACL because he was performing like doing too much. I don't know if that's that was Gruden or Dungy, but that was Tampa Bay. It was Tampa Bay, right? I'm just like, yo. Like. The, the NFL needs to embrace personalities, and they need to encourage them and, and point them in the right direction. Yeah, NFL does this weird thing where they don't embrace personalities, but they do embrace domestic violence. It's very weird that they do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you hit someone? Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's yeah, that's that. what that's what King should have been. He should have just beat up his girlfriend. Had he beat up the NFL because the NFL's protected kickers. They have protected have kickers beat their girlfriends for years. True. We know this as a fact. But yeah, if you if you have a little bit going about it all fun, wrong, King going about it all yeah. wrong. <laughs> What's he doing having fun? Uh, yeah. redefining his position. Right. Come on. Yeah, I I I think that if the NFL wants to save the future of the sport, like you even like because I. People will make the argument, like, well, basketball is easier to have personalities because there's only five guys on a team, right. five guys on the court at a time. You're only going to have two or three superstars. Right. So you can focus on the personalities. But you look at, like, soccer slash foot, foot, real football, mm-hmm. and you think about the personalities and people loving jerseys and, and, you know, becoming hardcore fans because they identify with individual personalities on yeah. the field. That's how you save the sport. Yeah. And, and they're, they're the NFL is trapped in John Grudenville, where it's like, this is how it used to go. Yeah. Well, people also in that age also died of CTE on a consistent basis. Very so true. maybe we should uh, switch it know, up a little bit. Yeah. Change, change the game. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think NFL coaches need to realize that as well. Because I think you look at what the Rams did when Jeff Fisher was there. And he was like, this is how I've always run my offense. This is the way we're going to do it. No matter who I've got, no matter what system I've got. This mm-hmm. is what you're all going to adapt to me. And then I don't know his name off the top of my head, but the 34-year-old coach yeah, that came in and was like, Jared Goff, what are you good at? Todd yeah. Gurley, what are you good at? That's good coaching. Fair it's what great you coaching, do and, and you see how good they are and how much better they've gotten, especially this offseason. They've true. gotten free agents because people want to go play for him in that situation, in that system. So Gruden coming in and saying, I don't listen to analytics. I'm old school. That doesn't play well anymore. No, absolutely so not. So you'd, you'd, cool. you'd be cool if this dude went to the Jets. King? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Sure. He's a punter. I mean, hopefully you're if not. If there's anybody that, I'm glad we've convinced you of this, because if there's anybody that would be like, get off my lawn about this, I thought it'd be you. I mean, hopefully you never see your punter. The goal's for him to never be on the field. So I wouldn't love if he went to the Jets and like, man, King is killing it this year. Like he's all over the place to be like, Ugh, yeah. that's not great. All right, next topic. Uh, we got to talk about Mark Ingram. If you don't know Mark Ingram, running back for the New Orleans Saints. A.K.A. Newlands ain't. Yeah, I don't like y'all. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, he got talked into challenging a military security dog at an Air Force base, and the dog won. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like someone we know. Sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> Nate goes on uh, one of these tours and says, I can outrun one of these dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and then the dog... Yo... If you haven't, we'll post it. We'll post the we'll post the video online. But basically, Damon will post. Yeah, Damon, Damon, Damon will post, post it tomorrow. It. Basically, Mark Ingram is in one of those dog suits. Yeah. That every time I see those, like that's not enough. Uh, but he's in one. He tries to run. He's not a small running back either. Let's start there. He's a bigger running back. He's a bruising running back by all by most accounts, right? He's not a speedster. So he starts running, and that dog grabs one of them arms, 
and like almost some some Ray Mysterio hurricanes him around like just like a rag dog. Which when I saw that, I'm gonna be very honest and open with you guys. I started to retake my idea about fighting a wolf. I did real quick. I was like, yo, that's not a full wolf. That's just a dog. That's an attack dog. It's just Marley. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Don't get. I definitely started looking around. I was like, that dog could take me out. I don't have one of those big suits. <laughs> like it could go real back. Uh, what do you think about him one accepting this challenge? And then what? What is your? What, um, also, what do you think he thought he was gonna do? Like, how was he gonna win against a dog? You gonna punch it in the face? I don't know, cause you can't. I'm sure that you can't punch this dog. I'm punching that dog in the face. That dog's an, an American soldier in a weird way. Like you can't. I punch a soldier in the face if we say we fighting. It said it was a fight. I'm saying I'm not just gonna punch a soldier in the face. I respect the truth. What I'm saying is <laughs> hashtag respect the truth. Hashtag respect the truth. What I'm saying is if it's like a challenge, you and this troop are gonna box. I'm not gonna be like. I'm not gonna box you because you're true. Like no, you. We said we agreed to this. Right. Sure. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, though. I don't know if I would want my running back or anybody on my team doing this. Of, of course not. This only this, so this has like one ending to it. Yeah. And yeah. it's the dog like biting the running back and tackling it to the ground. Yeah. Like Mark Ingram didn't have the thought of like this dog is trained to fight ISIS and I'm going to take it on. It's an ISIS trained yeah. dog, you're right. <laughs> like, I ain't think about that. This isn't going to go well. No. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I'll And also they put you in that big Michelin man suit. Like there's no way to move very well like all the odds are stacked against you if your job is to stand up you're not going to like dogs dogs are strong and one running full speed and grabbing your arm and yeah. then just slinging you around no one loves mark ingram can i be I, I feel like if he does that nine more times it gets a different result that's no it feels no. like the i saw the video it feels like the dog caught him at the right angle to the, how big are the but how big is that dog? How much, how much, how much does that dog probably weigh? 60, mm, 60 or 70 pounds. 60 or 70 pounds, right? He's a 220-pound running back who got him out of I feel like if he could brace for it, the dog's not bringing him down like that. I don't know, 70 pounds of like thrashing weight, just like pulling on one of your limbs. Like, you're going down. You're going down. You think those, he's going down? Those dogs are undefeated. You think, you think if he ran at the dog, like he was running, trying to run through the hole? Like, you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I think the dog's hurting him worse. No, yeah, really? I agree. I think the dog has. I don't like, know how. Force I think the works. dog has like four gears, and like he was in second gear when he. You think the dog was playing with him? Yeah, yeah, because that, that's the him. thing. Like these dogs aren't. I. It's not like, hey man, just just kind of trip him. It's these dogs are like I'm bringing you to the ground. Yeah, I've been trained to. That's take yeah. You that's out. what I do. Hmm. All right. Well, I just think I don't know. I think if he does this nine more times, he gets his shoulder dislocated. I like to believe in the strength of professional athletes. I'm not saying, but apparently these dogs have the strength of professional would you, athletes. Would you guys do this? Would you? Um, yeah, I would. Would you? Yeah, I would. We got to make that happen. <laughs> I would definitely I, watch you do it for sure. Yeah, if I if I mean if I get one of those big suits. Yeah, yeah. no, we're not going to see I'm, you out I mean, there the in a dog's, track suit. The dog's going to throw me around. I don't like that his face is uncovered. Yeah, that felt weird. I think I want like the hurt locker, like the full body look. Yeah, I, I was like, you wild. But maybe the dog's trained not to attack the face. But then I don't trust that dog's training. I don't. I don't know who. You, I don't know who. I don't know who trained that dog. I don't know what that person hated the most. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. So I'm like, hey man, you might have all the training in the world, but this one dude who was training you was like, and then if you see, like, what if that dog's trainer was a Falcons fan, right? And all he saw was pictures of Ingram, and his, his, uh, the trainer was like, we hate him the most. I just know if that happened right afterwards, though, I would want to fake throw the tennis ball and trick the dog and just be like, I'm still on top. 
I'm still yeah, you got yeah, that dog's not falling for the tennis ball trick. He might. We nah, don't nah, we do. Not a chance. Nah, not in the world. No way in the world, dog. You might fall for the tennis ball trick, yeah. but that dog is not. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. That's also one of my favorite things to do with babies is do the tennis ball thing with babies. Yeah. Small children. I love. Cammy, I just love tricking small children. <laughs> It's one of my favorite things in the world to do. Look at a stupid baby. You don't know anything. It's very. And he, and he act like you throw something. You're like, go get it. And they're like, ugh, ugh, I don't know where to find it. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. One of my favorite. Just the kid that I nanny for it has no idea back pockets exist. Oh, man. The magic thing, it disappeared. And that's great. Oh, Put man. Put something behind my back. It goes in my back pocket. Both he, hands come out, and he just lo- my, loses it. Well, I guess it's gone. Loses mine. I He's guess like, this guy is a magician. Yeah. Babies make you feel important. That's what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> this is why Nate has his job. Yeah. This is great. All day, I'm just like, I'm better than you. <laughs> and yet, still, you leave with no confidence. It's crazy. And the baby's still the boss. Yeah, the baby's still the boss. <laughs> Wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> get, hey, it real, get it real good. Hey, for do you still wipe that baby? Yes, he's eighteen. And I don't know how. I, I don't know how. I, again, I, I said this pre, I don't oh, know probably, nothing about babies. How long? A potty, potty training will happen probably within the next year, but it's not. All right, it's not within reach right sure, now. Sure, sure, sure. But let me ask. So they learn how to do it at three. They learn how to do a little bit of that. I would probably three, go four. yeah two and a half to three and a half. At I what? Okay, so they figure out how to do that at four. Let's say three, four, right? At what point do they realize? Oh, somebody's wiping my butt. Right, I feel like the, I feel like your your kid is at that age where he knows that like I don't have to wipe my butt, and so I, I just I just imagine kids at that age just like in their mind just winking like yeah you better wipe my butt like they're just very it's like evil about it. It's weird because he's still dumb. He still doesn't know that his butt needs to be wiped. Oh, I think he does. Like he's still oh like babies that. definitely know they know their face change. They you don't know babies. I know babies a little more. They do know. They know when they they know exactly. You know what I mean? They they may not be able to verbally communicate it, but they they stop running around. They do. They I've seen small. Ch- we're totally off subject. I've seen small children have that moment where they go like that, and then all of a sudden they're not as move. They're just kind of like, all right, when, I'm gonna. When move. you gonna fix me? Yeah, they're like, who gonna do this? Because see, this, this your problem. Like I'm not gonna. <laughs> There's certain times I'll catch him like with his face red and like grunting. And I'll ask him. I like what? It's, that's my favorite thing too. With adults, it's, it's so, did you did you do it? Did you do the thing? <laughs> well, you're supposed to like you're supposed to sh- start associating words with acts. Did you boo boo? So did, what? Did I you boo boo? I don't say boo boo. What do you, what say? Do you say? Poop. Did you go did poop? You poop? Did you poop? Did you poop? And then the baby <laughs> says what? Well, it's funny. Look, look. I'll be wrong. He'd be like, you you tell me. You stinky. Did you go poop? You stinky. You stinky. Did you go poop? <laughs> you stinky. And he'll usually run. Yeah. If I say I got to change, like, we got to change your diaper. That, that and baby, he'll say no. That baby knows what's up. And he'll up. start running. I have to go chase him down or convince yeah, him. Yeah, because in his mind, he's like, I'm going to spread this joint around. Give you something to work with. Make you earn your money. <laughs> they know, dog. Just know you can't tell them babies know everything. And you don't even get tipped. You don't even get tipped, bro. I don't. Anyway, keep going. Let's go. <laughs> Next topic. All right, guys. This episode of Fourth and Ten is brought to you once again by Society Socks. Do you wear funky socks? Most men do. Whether it's at the office or at the bar, your socks are guaranteed to be a conversation starter. Society Socks is a men's sock subscription 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 company. Man, you are so good at these reads. Subscription. Why is that a subscription? I can say it. Society Socks is a men's <laughs> sock subscription company that sends two pairs of exclusively designed socks to your door every month. These socks are made of warm, soft, and comfortable blend of co- combined cotton guaranteed to make you look well-dressed. But why are they called Society Socks? Socks are one of the most needed and least donated clothing items at homeless shelters. Society Socks aims to change that. With every pair of socks purchased, another pair of socks is donated to a homeless shelter. Not only will your socks feel and look great, but you'll be confident that you're making a positive change. With two surprise pairs of socks arriving to your door every month in your subscription, 
You'll begin to grow your sock collection. Try out the first month of sock subscription, 50% off when you use the code 4th and 10, F-O-R-T-H, 4th and 10. Put an end to boring socks and subscribe today. They're sending us socks. I'm very excited to get a look at these. They are actually really cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm i excited because I feel like the more important you get in comedy, the mm-hmm. less the less t-shirts I can wear. And like you don't want to be... The- <laughs> <laughs> this is what makes you stop wearing t-shirts? You, oh, yeah, that's important. Not yeah. looking like an adult regularly. You don't want to... And you don't... You never want to be like the fun t-shirt comedian. You never then want to Then why your are t-shirt. you the fun t-shirt comedian? That's I don't, what you I've, are. I've stopped wearing fun t-shirts. No, I've, you I've, should embrace that. That I is... I go... No, it's not. If your t-shirt is funnier than any of your jokes, you're in trouble. What? Wait, what do you normally wear now? I'll, I'll wear some... I'll try to wear the least amount of logos possible. And if I wear anything, it's kind of faded. Does oh, so he still wear t-shirts? This is the shirt that I wear on stage most of the time. Is it buttons or two the buttons? Cu- cu- you know, a couple buttons. I'll wear button downs. Please wear buttons. We talked about this before. We did. Buttons. It changed but everything. Now I feel like all like I have to go with lucky socks now. I don't like I don't have shirts to make. Well, them. you do like socks. I only wear weird socks. You're, you should be like the spokesperson for this sock company very forever. Because you are very pro socks. I'm so pro socks. Very pro socks. All the time. Almost anti feet, you're so pro socks. Yeah, I'm definitely anti bare feet. <laughs> We've already talked about this. Let's carry on. Texas owner, Bob McNair. Uh, so he faced some backlash for his comment of saying that the NFL owners need to step up. We can't quote, we can't have inmates running the prison. That was his description at the owners meeting. Yeah. He apologized for that. He did. Um, and then his publicist apologized for that. Yeah. The publicist was put out there. Yeah. So he, somebody apologized from his camp. And then today, uh, he apologized for apologizing, which I'm like, did you, you could have just shut up. Yeah. I don't understand. Can I just have a moment to, to just, uh, voice my concern for people who make a lot of money, not knowing how to keep their money. <laughs> <laughs> like as someone who wants to make a lot of money, one thing I know is if there's jeopardy of me, uh, you know, losing the money, you shut up and you just let everybody like. Just if you're listening, you're a very wealthy person. If ever you think that like maybe you could say something that you lose money, my suggestion to you is go to an ATM, get a large like just get a large withdrawal, and just start eating the money. <laughs> just put it in your mouth, eat tens, twenties, hundreds, if you will, because that even in swallow digest them, swallow them, if you will, because no matter how much you put in it, it won't be as much as you'll lose by saying something stupid. And it might keep you from saying something stupid. Well, here, let me, let me give it just a little bit of context. All right. More. You're uh, going to provide context to this? Provide context. Yeah. So, uh, Joan, as, uh, Dan Snyder mm-hmm. uh, is somebody that has talked. Uh, well, he's so, good at not apologizing for stuff. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> said 96% of Americans are for guys standing. And I don't think people know how numbers work. And that set up McNair to say, uh, yeah, we can't have the inmates running the prison. So there's the context to this. That, that didn't help anybody there. I thought we were going to provide no, our listeners just, with like, here's what he meant. No, he meant exactly what he meant. I just, he basically hit, hit us with the, yeah, I said what I said and I meant what I said. Yeah, I think basically what he was saying when he kind of released all this stuff is like, no, 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 like Dan Snyder's a bad person too. We were just talking about bad things. We were two bad people discussing bad That's things. That's what he's saying? Basically. So he's not, so he does... So, but he still says he doesn't. He regrets apologizing. He says, "I really didn't have anything to apologize for." Yeah, you did. That's his quote. You you called people inmates. The main thing that I regret is apologizing. Here's the problem. Yeah. If this guy 
ran a Fortune 500 company. Like, to be honest, he most likely could be the racist asshole that he is. But his very, like, livelihood, the business he owns, contracts individuals who are mostly African-American who are going to read this statement and say a giant F you in in return. Yeah. I just don't think that that's a great way to motivate a team coming into a new year to be like, I don't want to play for this guy. Yeah. 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 You're not. So to Dave, your point, like he, this is not going to bode well for him long term. He may get some like prop points from Trump and other people. He might get a high five on a golf course. Right. Yeah. But long term, bad play, bro. silly. Like, silence is golden. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes, even like. Because he could have said this on the golf course, right? He yep. could have been like, man, I like, I regret. Yeah. I, it was pressure, whatever. I disagree. Yeah. Like, you need to apologize. But he could have said this to his buddies, right. whatever, and carried on. But no, you could have went publicly. It's like, who is this for? Who is this statement for? You could have even said, I regret how I said it, but I stand by what I meant. That's not great. But that's. But it shows some level of intelligence. I guess I'm just, I'm upset when I see incredibly rich people be so stupid. Because it's like, I guess I shouldn't be upset. Like anybody can get it. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess we are living in an age where anything is possible. And this continues to prove itself with supposedly very intelligent well-meaning business people say stupid stuff that jeopardizes their business. Because the thing is, I feel like overwhelmingly, verbally, players have been pro-kneeling. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And so those are the people making your money. So yeah. e- even the players that haven't necessarily been pro-kneeling, they won't come out and say they're anti that. Yeah. They'll, of course not. They'll, they'll just use that, that whatever the NFL hijacked it with the unity stuff. That's yeah. what they'll say. So you, you have to think that Everybody who's going to make me money disagrees with this. Every single person, every player on that field, for the it's safe to assume. Mm-hmm. No, bro, I totally that, agree. All of every free agent, it's going to, it's going. I to would come love up. to play devil's advocate here, but I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing. It's I just, just, yeah. It'd just be devil at that point. Like yeah. the other side, there's not. You're you're screwing it up on every level. Like socially, you're just you're so unaware in, in the in the important arena. You're hurting so much with the platform that you have. And just only motivating more players to kneel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I don't think people are like, or that owners realize is that the more they talk about this, the more they're motivating their players to be like, oh, this is working. Yeah. And also, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few months because Houston, I think, has their, their two star players right now are so involved socially and in their communities. With Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see if either of them react to it, what they have to say. If it's one of those like, look, it's my boss. He signs my checks. He's got his own opinion. I've got mine. Or if they're going to actively talk out against him. I don't. I think it'll be very interesting, especially J.J. Watt, who I feel like has a lot of pull in the NFL. Yeah. If J.J. Watt does say something, that will be, be seismic. Yeah, yeah. that's going to that's gonna make that's gonna make the meter move. All right, next topic. Uh, speaking of people saying stupid stuff, uh, Packers wide receiver Trevor Davis uh, was arrested for a bomb joke at LAX. Apparently, the wide receiver uh, called in a bomb joke. Um, like, is he? He's a starter. 
Does he start? He plays regularly. I would assume in Green Bay. Just I feel like every receiver has everybody got, got a chance, right? Yeah, everybody is a starter at some point. We'll throw it around. Man, how? Well, who do you think that was going to be funny to? I, and when's the last time that you met someone at the front desk of any airline that has a sense of humor? Yeah. Everybody there is they they hired him to not play around, right? Yeah. Everybody there is like I, I'm I don't play around. Like just come through, yeah. And especially <laughs> with all the things that have happened with explosions and random packages happening over the last couple like month and a half, like maybe not funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe have just a little bit of awareness, right? And this goes to show one: players don't pay attention to the news because. Of any time to make jokes about packages exploding, bad timing. Two, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Go for it. So I was at the march uh, in Washington two weeks ago, March for Our Lives. And not that it was a joke, but you do realize how quickly, like, so when you're filming things, you typically you say, we're shooting this. Oh, yeah. So... Literally all weekend long, we're like, oh, we should go shoot that. Or we go shoot the students yeah. giving the talks. Yeah, yeah. And so multiple times we got looks like, you're going to do what? Right, right, right. Granted, I was carrying a giant camera, so right. we got the pass. You're like, we need to do different verbiage today. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But people need to be careful. There's yeah. one area in life maybe you can be a little PC, and it's around safety and not murdering people. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know how far the joke went to get arrested for it. Well, apparently his girlfriend, because they're going on vacation. Yeah. Strike one, bro. Get on the flight. Get to Hawaii. That's it. Keep your yeah. mouth shut. How but mad he- is she? So did you hear what he said? He said, it's, all right. So this is how the story goes. He said, um, uh, law enforcement sources tell his 24-year-old fifth-round draft pick, already, you, you don't, you're not drafted high enough to be talking. Just be quiet. You're like, not making any money You're yet. not making any money yet, right? Uh, out of Cal in 2006, was at the Hawaiian Airlines ticket counter with a female companion to check into a flight when the attendant asked the usual security question about their luggage. Instead of playing it straight, we're told Davis turned to the other woman and said, quote, did you remember to pack the explosives? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing, dude? It's not she, even funny. It's not even funny. Lead the comedy to real comedians. Anyway, mm. she, she apparently said no and tried to get him to stop. And he said, just kidding. Too late, bro. Yeah. Too late. Because who, who's going to take that chance of like, uh, you now have, first of all, you don't have a recognizable face. Like maybe, maybe like, uh, I'm trying to think. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers could get away with that, right? Because everybody sees Aaron Rodgers' face. Yes. So yeah. it's like, why would Aaron Rodgers blow up, blow up the plane? But haha. Jordan whatever. Nelson can't. Jordan Nelson definitely can't. You know what I'm saying? This, 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 what are you, like, what are you doing? That dog that tackled uh, Ingram. He's coming. He's for you. coming. He's coming for you. You about to get that dog. <laughs> and I just imagine the girl like, oh my god, what are you doing? No, 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 no. He's playing. He's playing. He's playing. None of us have bond. Oh, here come the dogs. Here come the people. And then there, there is an aspect of you get in weird situations where the more you defend yourself, the more crazy you sound. Yes. And so it's just like, no, no, no. Like, of course there's not. I would never put a bomb. Why would I even think about it? Like, if I was going to put a bomb in, I would put a bomb in this one. And it's like, whoops, why did I even yeah. say? You're just going deeper and it deeper. Just, it's, yeah, it's, I don't what, like Immediately taken into custody. Yeah, which is good. I'm very happy this was a very quick, swift. Like, you said bomb. We're not taking a chance. Who's going to take a chance in your super regular face? You have a super regular face. Also, I'll be honest. If I was security, I'd be a little salty. If he, like, joked about a bomb... I'd be like, oh, you're you're gonna see how funny it this is. is. Yeah, because yeah, like, you know we have to get you. Yeah, now you not only said bomb, 
But now we are going to do what we can to just make you mad. Because yeah. now you've ruined our day. Right. You've ruined we were sitting day. back there eating donuts. Right. Yeah. We were having fun laughing at things that people packed in the x-ray machine. <laughs> yeah. And now we have to look through your bag that you packed for Hawaii. Ugh. Who blows up Hawaii? Jap- Japanese. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. From- All right. Maybe, Maybe we we have another topic. Was it Hawaii? <laughs> Technically, was there was just an ocean. I mean, it was Pearl just, Harbor. It was Hawaii. It was really It was a long time ago. Yeah, you're right. There's an example of not always God, to joke feel about. So stuff. uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so uncomfortable. See, All right, like who, a lot of people just talk about joking. Maybe about you should apologize things. for that comment and not apologize later that you apologize for it. <laughs> I'll, I'll have my publicist issue an apology <laughs> later. Oh, We're not God. at war with Hawaii. <laughs> We're not at a war with Because we are Hawaii. Yeah. So he was not going to blow up Hawaii. Right. Don't blow up Hawaii. It's a great place, I'm sure. Yeah. I'd like to go. Would you wear sandals there? If I got a free trip to Hawaii, yeah. <laughs> if that was like, if that was it. We're, ma- we're making progress. Making some progress. Yeah. Hawaii, Hawaii looks great. All right. I had a weird week of like watching shark videos on YouTube. So like I'm all about Hawaii right now. What? It seems like it would be. It's not even shark week. I know. I just got, I got just, one. You just get a shark. You hate shark week. I, I you hate, hate it on Shark Week. No, yeah, for, for a lot of it. But I do I do enjoy some of Golly, it. Golly, you're so hypocritical. It was, I, the, it was the Megalodon documentary. That's what I didn't. I don't like how Discovery Channel does everything in Shark Week. What? You they do those fake documentaries. A week watching amateur videos on YouTube, but the super slow motion of the great white shark jumping out of the water, that's the line? No, the line is fake documentaries. This is bad. Fake, you don't believe in Megalodon? No, no, the Discovery Channel read. In case ran. you don't know, Nate doesn't believe 100%. in evolution, so we're, we're already climbing a big hill right here. No, they they ran that fake documentary about the megalodon existing today, and it was this whole thing. What if that's possible? And it was super convincing. What is the megalodon? It's this, this giant, giant shark. Yeah, it's like the shark the size of a whale. Oh, I mean, I believe it. I told you. I mean, y'all. it existed. They found they found the jaws. Of I it. think it might still be on there. Ocean's too big, bro. By the way, that there. trailer came out today. What one? Uh, the Meg. Jason Statham is going to fight a Megalodon this summer. <laughs> and I'm all in. I saw, <laughs> is it like Sharknado vibe? It, it's, it feels like if they gave Sharknado money. Ooh. And they're like, hey, take this a little more seriously. What's he going to fight him with? I don't know. All but right. Rain Wilson's in it as like the kooky scientist. I, I don't know. Yo, somebody hire me to be a kooky scientist. <laughs> Go look up the trailer for The Meg. Kooky scientist. The Meg. I think it's, yeah, The Meg. And the, the tagline is nice to eat you. Oh, this movie's about to be It's going to be just one of those terrible. great, just popcorn. Yeah, it's a giant. Oh, it's great. I love shark movies. Yeah, you hate shark You hate week. shark movies. Yeah, you're just so- stop posting fake. Do- stop convincing me that you're a real science place if you're going to do fake documentaries. You're keep, so dumb. Keep going. Keep going. Let's talk about Conor McGregor. He had quite a week. <laughs> so I apparently, I guess the UFC, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this more, that you think it's a UFC stunt. Yeah. Conor McGregor lost it. I don't exactly know where this was. Um, it was in Vegas. It was in Vegas. Was it at a weigh-in or something like that? Yes. So he, he it, like his management company was ma- managing the fighter of that event. And apparently like, Trash was talked or whatever. And the guy he's managing eventually will fight Conor McGregor. Okay. So that fight has been talked about. I think it was even scheduled, but maybe canceled for for one reason or another. Anyway, Conor, 
trash was talked. And so Connor decided he lives in Vegas. So like, we'll go down there and deal with this. And in dealing with it, he basically just trashed a, a bus that had this fighter on board. <laughs> he's arrested. Uh, he's released. He turned himself in. It's so great. Like the headline that I kind of saw was like violent dude has violent episode while participating in something that has to do with violent sport. Like none of this like really surprised me. Is it, is it that crazy that Conor McGregor went off and got headlines, especially the same week that Ronda Rousey makes her WWE debut? No, he just, what did he just do a bunch of stuff at the bus? Yeah. He just do a bunch of stuff. Broke some windows. By himself? Uh, him and his team. Oh, the whole team went out. Yeah, yeah. It was like his whole like posse. The whole posse went out <laughs> and decided to... So And so the the guy was on the bus. Yeah, and he like yeah. the, cracked one of the windows. He's the, This dude's bleeding now. Why is the guy bleeding? Because uh, the window shattered. Window shattered. You got to go on the side of the bus, bro. <laughs> you can see you're in a big tank, essentially, and you're going to get... There's no, there's, listen, guys. There's no way in the world... I'm going to be hurt at all. If I'm in a bus and somebody's trying to punch a bus, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way I'm getting, I'm not a scratch will be laid upon me. So McGregor was charged with three misdemeanor counts of assault and one felony criminal mischief charge. Assault? You punched a bus. Why you is didn't mischief win still a word our law enforcement uses? So it's lower level. It's like a little mischief. A little mischief. Yeah. Just an insane man trained like to fight. you should fight. only get called, charged with mischief if you're in kindergarten. Like, for sure, when I saw the headline, I thought Conor McGregor, like, killed the dude in a bar because he, like, looked at him the wrong way. Right. Like, but then when I found this out, I, like, I'm 100% convinced that this is a play by MMA to make this fight relevant. They'll make millions and yeah. millions of dollars now because they'll be able to tell this story leading up to the fight. And Conor McGregor will make money off of this. Yeah. It's 100% a, a setup. Well, Dana White denies that. Saying, well, of course he does. Quote, I'm seeing tons of dummies out there. He just called you a dummy, Dan. Out there saying this is something staged. That's the dumbest thing I've heard, ever heard in my life. I still can't believe it's real and that it actually happened. The whole thing is just a disaster. It's not, though. This is going to make you money. So it's not It's not really a disaster for, for White. Yeah. I mean, if, if UFC was smart, they would just. Oh, they will. Don't you worry. They this will what? be this will become a thing. Yeah, this is just going to be it. It's going to be it's essentially going to be wrestling with just a more real fight. It literally so have you seen the video? It looks like a backstage WWE yeah. like Yo, these moment. are my favorite moments when the camera go and you're like, "Oh, we're behind the scenes of <laughs> WWE." We're behind the scenes where everybody's mic'd up and you yeah. can hear the echo into the stadium as it plays. Yes. So, ironically, so I did a a shoot <clears throat> this past week for uh something and uh the one of the producers is a producer for uh ufc oh okay so he was there when this happened and was like yeah it was insane but he was like it was the most ridiculous thing in the world when like basically connor and his crew show up in their like cadillac like blacked out cadillacs and just hop out and just like start throwing crap at this bus i would love to be a wrestling manager I think that would be so much fun. Would you? Would you play a wrestling manager? No. Yell at some people backstage and then get Stone Cold stunned nah, or something. No, like exactly. I'm about to say all wrestling managers have that look. They talk trash, and there's that they turn away. 
They're talking trash to the crowd, yeah. and they turn around, and the person who is there to beat you up is there to beat you up. You wouldn't want to do that? No, because they never get to throw a punch. They're always, oh. they, their eyes get big, like, oh, no. Just and make, then, and just, then they get rocked. By, no, not just get, make that part of your contract that you get to throw one. I'm saying you get to go. No, I want to win. You get to walk into a crowd of people that want a show, and also there's a chance they believe what you're doing is real. You get to rile them up. No, because you know what I, else is real? That back pain when you get rock bottom. That's that's also real. All I know is like I think I'm still bitter. Like seven year old Dan who found it, who found out that wrestling's fake. Like I hate wrestling. Yeah, you don't like you don't like, enjoy. I have nostalgia. Like when we talk about The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker and like things like that. But it's like God, it's so t- like it's like a bad medieval times. Mm. Yeah, that's what wrestling is now. I'm all in. And it's just like the worst people in our country, like, are attracted to this like fake event that happens in arenas all over it. There's a lot of comedians that like wrestling. Oh, every comedian out here likes it's, wrestling. It's so I think comedians just love the the showmanship, the ridiculousness, yeah, of what you're doing, and the fact that you're fake fighting. It's just soap operas for dudes. That's what it is. Fair enough. It's dude soap opera. You know what I mean? That's all it is. This dude soap opera with Ronda Rousey. With now. Ronda Rousey now. With Ronda yeah. Rousey. That was great. Her Did entrance a- with the Roddy Rowdy Piper stuff. I was yeah. Can I be honest? I saw that. I was like, I don't believe you as a wrestler. No. What? I don't like you know some like someone will wrestle like she's probably a woman wrestler. I saw her. I'm like, like China it. was a, a China was wrestler. a woman's wrestler. Exactly. So what about Rousey? You've seen Rousey fight for real. I, she does seem smaller. She and she and like, have you seen her interviews since she's like become this like wrestler? Yes, not, they are so ridiculous. Like she's, she's not just a like, great actress yet. It's also that's ever. Hard. She's she, hard to transition. She probably won't be. She probably will never be that. She'll never have that side of it. But I think she's. She I think get, she's she probably one of the most athletic people in wrestling. She right needs now. a move. That's when I when she gets a move, then I'll. Believe it's gonna it. be something crazy. It's gonna be a lot of spinning or something powerful. Yeah. She's gonna knock. This Brock is Mortal Kombat. Can we go to the next topic? Yes. Next topic. It's your grandma's favorite topic. Uh, we oh, what go- are we gonna hate about me today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how are you gonna bring Nate? <laughs> if you don't know, this is Nate hates. I'm gonna Nate hates. Nate, what are you hating on this? I week? actually ran this past Dan to make sure that he didn't do this <laughs> <laughs> before we started, because that was that was a little unintentional. Yeah, that was awkward last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. You just hated on Dan for like six minutes just like wow that's how you felt bro anyway go ahead what we ain't on this week all right Put you so, under my roof right you my food yeah man he didn't let his dog attack you so much there was marley and i made a connection and then lost it immediately yeah yeah because he marley marley knew your heart marley's like i'm only doing this dan, marley's like i'm only doing this because dan man likes you but i know your heart i know you're evil <laughs> go ahead now thanks <laughs> All right, I want to talk about something that's uh, it, it's similar to Lacroix, where I feel like it's really sweeping, like white culture. Um, what was it about my favorite thing? It's that twenty three and Me. Yes, it is. And Ancestry dot com. <laughs> There's this weird wave of white people paying these companies to tell them that their ancestors were white. That's <laughs> what's happening, and it's it's incredible. It's. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Like most white people I know have a pretty good idea of where they came from, unless they're adopted. I do think this probably helps adopted people. Maybe that be, it would be my only little asterisk side note. Okay. If you're adopted, you want to run your genetics. Sure. That'd probably be something really cool for you. Most of white people's history is well documented. 
<laughs> had, a, had a lot of writers. Had, yeah, like we were allowed to do that. So yeah. we I'll, did. Good point. Let's just, I'll Have just people, go ahead and get that out of the way. You've only been writing for 150 years. <laughs> you don't know that. So, like You've only been writing and reading for like 175 years. So there it is. Also, um, none of our names really changed. Like for most people, like you can trace your name back. Like I can go, what's your last name? And you can be like, oh, I'm O'Halligan. It's like, well, I have a pretty good idea of where part of your family's from. <laughs> I can get it within two countries. I think so. And also, I, I think that like families, if you don't have a ton of stuff from your ancestors, that just means your parent wasn't the favorite sibling. That's just how it like find the aunt or uncle that was the favorite sibling. They have everything. That's hmm. what happens. Like. <laughs> like my sister, she has the chest that our ancestor brought over from Wales. Wow. Yeah, it's super cool. Crest is what you meant to no, say. No, no, no. Like, like chest. chest. Oh, like, like a chest. Like, yeah, like a chest to put stuff in. She probably has blankets in it or something like that. But she has that. Why? Because she's the favorite. <laughs> like, that's why she has it. We all wanted it, uh, but she's the favorite. And also, she has a house. I think I'm about to say she has a place to put it. <laughs> she has a place to put it. Um,. Yeah, it's just it's a crazy thing. It's like it's like the Owens were actually cousins once removed uh, from the Lady Pirate and Bonnie. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's false. That's how easy it is to lie <laughs> about your ancestry if you don't have cool ancestry. What you need to do is find somebody famous but subtle. Nobody can Google Anne Bonnie's family, but you know the name. You know enough to Google it. Okay, uh-huh. don't go crazy. Don't say royalty. Okay, so here's a freebie. Um, on my mother's side, we're related to uh, the night that Sir Gallahan was based on. There's no way to fact check that. And also, it's a lot of work to fact check me on that. So mm. if you're white and you're insecure about your family history, just lie a little bit. Because chances are, they're going to go, oh, cool. And then move on. So you don't really have to do anything. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Robert the Bruce is probably as royal as I would go. I would think that's most royalty. It's very defined where they're from. So. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> and then, like, lastly, this is going to get kind of weird. Um, most white people Too are late. from Europe. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys know what happened to Europe, uh, but, like, Nazis. So there's a chance that you're just going to find out you were Nazis. That's <laughs> you, just kind of it. <laughs> my, my wife's maiden wait, made name is Schlichting. How do you feel about that? That's a very good chance. <laughs> <laughs> when did her family come over? It's the family's not real. Like, we came over here in 1806. It's like, all right, you probably weren't Nazis, but like, we came over here you in 1940. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, different problems. <laughs> yeah. Different problems. Still white not people good. shouldn't dig all yeah. that far. Just don't dig. Nah, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, the thing. I'm very pro white people digging. But, uh, you just, come to terms. Yeah, you just walk around. You can always tell white people that dig recently. It's just real somber. It's like, oh, <laughs> saw some things. It's like, it'll be okay. Man. <laughs> yeah. the, the people that I worked for, uh, they, they just did this. And she was like, yeah, it turns out like I have like Austrian and German blood on my side. And I was like, don't look into that. Like you're either a Nazi or you're a Nazi. You're a double Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> like those are the two things. So just don't, just don't do it. I mean, Not you can find it. out most. Just call your grandma. Nope. You call your grandma, deeper. call your grandpa, and just be like, hey, where are you guys from? They're lying. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa's and grandma's lie like a mug. But that's fine. Just use the the lie sometimes will be easier to converse about. Nope. I want the truth. So Nate, what's so fun about this moment right now is yeah. that you still hated on me. You no. Did. You did yeah, you no, did. I you ran did this do, you, do you know who the first king of Scotland is? Yeah, it's Robert the Bruce. No. King Duncan is the first king of Scotland. <laughs> Boop. Okay, Got him. but you didn't find that out through ancestry.com, right? No. Okay, so my grandfather. Yeah. So passed down through that. That's the right way to know your family history. Okay. Yeah. So I, 
I don't no. know. I wasn't hating on royalty. <laughs> I wasn't hating on ancestors. <laughs> it was just, yeah, like it's just, it's funny to watch these people. It had one of our former guests on the show, Catherine Blanford. Like she did it. And she was like, turns out I'm 90% British. Yeah. And being like, yeah. Yeah. Your name's Catherine super Blanford. Blanford. <laughs> super Blanford. What did yeah. you think? Yeah. Like you're going to come back like, oh, actually, I'm, you know, part because, of the because that's Because that's what it is. As someone who has not done the research, but also clearly have a little bit different history, I'm sure. Uh, I When I hear white people do it, I'm like, I know what you want. You'll never get it. And the thing you <laughs> a want. Pass. No, 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 no. It's not even a pass. It's like, oh, look, I got a little bit of something else in me. A little flavor. And it's like, we do you to have that flavor. <laughs> <laughs> we do. You do. Because like, some people, like, you, because they'll tell I didn't realize I was 17% you know uh egyptian like no some people yeah. people want that people want they that. want that one little i was talking to another comic not long ago and he's like i found out they have three cousins removed and they're black and i was like it's like, it was hard for me like that don't mean you black like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean but he was so excited to have black cousins way down the line but i'm like bruh that don't help you out none you white white like you just white white you know what i mean you real white guy like that's it it, it's, gonna flame, and you can, uh, this is awkward if you're white and you study american history you have some black cousins yeah yeah right but you don't and you probably don't want to know how you can't like you don't want that you don't want that that was one of the weirdest commercials i remember one of the, the first commercials i saw for ancestry.com was the black guy that was like turns out i'm related to thomas jefferson and oh, i was yeah. like Ugh. oh no what that, a, that who, was hilarious <laughs> I was just like looking mm. around, like is that there wasn't like oh man oh no no that was on purpose because that was definitely on purpose that was like that one but it was like let's call this out while we yeah let's call this out because everybody's gonna want to know gonna where the black people came from there like let me get this out of here real quick my man go out there and tell him about Thomas Jefferson real quick yeah so here it is if you guys want to know about your family history just send me twenty bucks and I'll Google your last name <laughs> that's what that's what we'll do that'll save you I'm sure it's like close to hundred you Google my last name yeah. <laughs> Turns out your ancestors were state senators. No, we're French. That's probably it. Ooh la la. No, Purdue. I just know Purdue is French, but I also know I didn't come here as a Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> Pretty sure it wasn't the first option. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think I was passed down as Purdue. It is really funny though, because there's a girl that uh, I work with that we were talking the other day, and she definitely did ancestry.com. She's definitely white, and she definitely. "Quote unquote" is related to Thomas Jefferson, uh, and like John Hancock or something else. Like, yeah, she, that she, one gets me because be white people like I'm related to two very famous white people, and then it'd be like, I didn't know those two white people was related. Like, so how you get related to these two very famous? I'm sure the people that work there just like randomly just oh, okay, that one's Washington. Just I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it is odd. All y'all related to somebody president. That's very weird. It's like, this one came back 100 percent bland. I don't know. Send you think in hundred years, everyone like I was related to Donald Trump. Yeah, that no, no, probably. I don't think that happened. If we get a hundred years left, we just have an orange race of people. Yeah, oh, wow, it'll be very obvious. Blooper race. Yeah. <laughs> Next topic. Let's talk about Ray Lewis. Another fun topic. Uh, so Ray Lewis decided to chime in and give advice. Uh, you know, like you do after you murder people. <laughs> so Ray Lewis uh, decided to chime in on Odell Beckham Jr. situation and uh, said, "Quote." OBJ has removed God from his life. Uh, where there's no God, there's chaos. So, uh, let me let me take a stab at this topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. No, uh, right, to you, sir. Right, right, Lewis, man. Like we want to, but like we all, we every year we almost forget 
that you was a murderer. <laughs> and then you'll say something. <laughs> and be like, you know what? He sound like somebody who's trying to not let people know he's a murderer. You know what I mean? Just like, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 he removed God from life. Because, you know, I'm a preacher now. I changed my life. I'm different. It's like, bro, just, just be like enough. You being extra. Like, don't, don't say nothing else. First of all, you need to address the, like, the fact that, like, you put that Beijing spray in your hair. We can't, I can't trust nothing you say when you look like you got an oil paint on the top of your head. I can't trust nothing you say. So, for starters, you don't get to talk about nobody what God is not in their life when God is clearly not in your barber's life. Okay, and if you got it in your barber life, God is in my barber's life. I talked, I've called my barber from church. He was like, I'm coming from church. I'm like, I knew it. That's why you got the anointing. I let you touch my hair. But Ray Lewis, whoever, he don't got people he trusts in his life because they keep letting him go on screen. And you think LeBron James is bad. He's got like, it's clearly like a, like an oil paint. So all I'm saying is. So this, this is like painting hair on people's head, right? It, it's like it's like this black, yeah, like this black like oil. like Carlos Boozer had a few years ago? Yeah, it's that. Looks like a G.I. Joe. It's like a G.I. Joe. It's okay. terrible. So again, you are not you you do not have the authority to be telling anybody where God is or isn't when we can clearly see that He is not with your barber, your top of your head, nowhere around. God is not at the head of your life because the head of your life is something clearly created by Satan. <laughs> I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't trust you, bro. I don't know who who ordained Ray Lewis. Why is he? Because can I be? He used to be like man. I remember when he was still playing and he would do these speeches before the games. I was like, yo, I I play with Ray Lewis. But you remove football from his life, and he just be talking. He just be talking. He was against. He was against Kaepernick, wasn't he? At yes. some point. So I yeah. remember because Shannon Sharp had to take him to task. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, who who is wild, but Shannon Sharp's a real one. Shannon Sharp had to take him. To, he just keeps saying, "Why are you even involved in? Oh, uh, are you related to Odell Beckham? Then why do you care about what's going on in his life? You gonna you what? Odell Beckham. The worst thing Odell Beckham did was potentially maybe had a little cocaine out there. But you know what he didn't have? A knife. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have a knife stabbing people or was never on trial for murder. So Yeah, I would say if you would rather uh have a friend of yours do cocaine or murder He who has not stabbed <laughs> Cassie, twice. Who has not stabbed twice. He was accused of killing two people. I forgot about that. Two two counts. Listen, you accused of killing two. You did one at least. Yeah, it's two uh, yeah, fifty percent. Yeah, you chance. was around. Yeah, you was around. You know what's up. <laughs> I just like I hope this is just like a. I want like I want OJ Simpson and I'll give Ray Lewis advice that would blow nope nope <laughs> nope David nope <laughs> and if OJ Simpson was just like hey man uh, just talk a little less that would just that would be it's just all, OJ's strength. telling no one to talk a little bit less OJ's out here trying to get the last little bit of money he can before he's gone OJ's like bro if you talk you can get a good book out of this you better do it because I'm about to try to come back with it if I hadn't done it done it done it you know what I mean that's gonna be his next who, book who would you have rather given OBJ advice OJ or OJ or Ray Lewis definitely OJ you'd rather OJ Simpson yeah OJ definitely give Ray Lewis I mean give uh, OBJ advice more than Ray Lewis Dan whose advice would you listen to more <sighs> I think all these people have disqualified themselves from speaking. No, no, no. this is true. No, they definitely have. I'm picking pick almost anybody else. Yes, over these two people. But yeah, I yeah, OJ. At least he's at least he like wrote a book about the hypothetical way he killed someone. <laughs> versus Ray Lewis seems to have like just completely, you know, yeah, I do it. forgotten. <laughs> forgotten. Yeah. I think if he thinks if he just says God enough, it'll work. He does. He does do that. Just like word association. If I just keep saying God in my face, that's what the, you know. The problem. You know what the problem God. is? He used to. I feel like he's always said stupid stuff like this. 
But before he used to have that cool um, dance he used to do in the beginning, and we just forgot all the stupid stuff he said. Yeah. But without that, Ray, you can only do this type of talking if you're gonna do that dance. If you're not gonna do that dance, we're not listening to you, bro. You're gonna keep sounding crazy. Yeah. You're gonna keep looking crazy because my goodness, your hair is trash, bro. I hate when I see people make a lot of money and their hair be looking trash. I don't get it. As someone who's now been on like sets and seen the magic that these barbers can do. It doesn't make any I, sense. I also think coming back to our uh, NFL choosing their topics to like go in on very interestingly, like OBJ has like potentially done some cocaine and chosen people not like associated with Instagram models. Right. I, I say that with the most air quotes. Yeah. But but that but like that's not like the deep end of the pool when it comes to the NFL no. of people that are. You know, that chaos is raining over. Did, did right. he give Ray Rice any advice? <laughs> he probably did. I'm sure he... That was, we call him little brother. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, there's just... Yeah, there's plenty... There's plenty of other people that probably need advice. Right. I'm not saying OBJ doesn't. He probably needs somebody to come along and be like, Hey, man, let's not take pictures with cocaine. Right, but maybe Deion Sanders would be a better person. Yeah, somebody yeah. who's flashy. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, hey man, I know how this works out. It mm-hmm. probably works better if you don't do these things. Yeah. Versus yeah. someone that's like, hey, I know how to get away with murder. So you need to pray more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I killed two guys, but if you just prayed more, then you would stop taking pictures with cocaine. <laughs> that's Ray Lewis's logic. All right. Speaking <laughs> of people uh who don't know what to do with their hair, LeBron James. Uh <laughs> yeah, man. Can we talk all right before we get into can we Woods. talk about what happened with LeBron? What happened with Just him? go bald, man. He can't, Why is it? He can't go bald. Because it's in the middle now. The hair plugs worked across the front. Can't go bald. And now it's just in the middle. He does not have a bald head. He can't go bald, he, bro. Yes, you can. No, no. You have Dan, you have a you have a bald head. It what is, I mean it's by a very that, nice shape. It's a, you have a good shaped head. That's what it's I'm saying. You have a good shaped head. Like you can just shave, you're fine. LeBron, it ain't working. It, it will not work for him. It was just will not. His head does it it felt like it has too many like curves. You know what I mean? But he looks like a fool right now. Listen, can we be honest? He does to us when we watch him on TV because that's only because because we have an aerial view. Most people will never see the top of his head. No, no, no. In person. Because he's taking he's doing these interviews with cameras above his head. Yeah, he gotta that's his publicist. He gotta be like, hey, that's what I'm saying. You need no, to get on the, over top the top of the bleachers. I don't under Okay, I had this moment. We won't, we, I guess we'll, we'll talk about these. We'll talk about the shoes later. So I'm 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 working on a set with this thing, and they this dude <laughs> Um, and I'm going to hair and makeup. This guy, my barber for the thing, he has this thing that looks like an old, old school like perfume, perfume spray. And for like weeks, I was like, "Bruh, what's going on?" Right. So the last time I was there, I finally asked. I was like, "Hey, man, you keep doing the spray thing, but like, I'm be honest, I don't feel like anything's coming off. Like, is this anything? Like, what is it?" He was like, "It's microfibers." And I was like, "What? It's basically like microfiber hair that fills in places in my hair." So, because those high quality cameras, it doesn't go through. So my hair, because I, I would like go after to get done. Like, why is my hair falling out? It's not my hair though. It's these microfibers. What he told me then was, he was like, he put out a bag. He was like, if I wanted your hair to stand up three feet, I could do it, right? And I was like, whoa. And he showed me the bag and he talked about how he did it on the set of Black Panther. It was amazing. I left that thinking, if I had money, like LeBron does, there's no way I'd ever be bald. That spray thing was literally, you just, and it's in my hair. Like, it filled out everything. I saw the dude put a beard on somebody's face, like a real beard. LeBron, you got too much money. LeBron apparently pays $1.5 million a year on food. 
Bro, put like another one and a half million in here, dog. Yeah. Put it in your hair. We go go away this summer. Put the microfibers in your hair. You have better than what I have on the set because you got good money. You have no excuse to be walking around here bald if you don't want to be bald. And you don't want to be bald because otherwise you would have shaved it. You would have shaved all your hair off, right? So like, just invest the money. Put the one point five million or whatever it is. Get the microfibers, man. It was crazy. It was like witchcraft. I didn't understand it. Let's talk about the shoes real quick. All right, we're talking about the shoes. So. uh Last year, Enos Cantor asked LeBron, if you remember, LeBron Enos Cantor, who plays for, Enos Cantor plays for Knicks. the Knicks at this point. He asked, what do you call yourself? King, queen, princess, whatever you are, right? To disrespect LeBron James. So when LeBron went and played uh, Enos Cantor at the Garden, uh, his sneakers on the back just said, I'm king. <laughs> Some people don't like this. Some people call it boasters. I think it's amazing. And I'm very pro. I'm King Shoes. I'm very pro. I'm King Shoes. If they were just, if they didn't have any context, I'm like, what are you doing? But to put I'm King when you go play the guy who called you princess or whatever, whatever, I think it's just, I think it's just funny. This is again LeBron being like a little bit, like putting, he's like kind of moving his weight around. Like, yo, I I do what I want. Yeah, we've the the sports media, and I feel like fans have really applauded pettiness this year. Yeah, more than any other year in any other league I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like Durant's cupcake shoes, you would have thought he bought them from an alien from space. The way yeah. people talked about him. So LeBron, maybe finally embracing the pettiness train for the first time. I think this year, like the ultimate, like he's trolled a lot. Yeah, but I don't think he's ever made like the I'm like this feels like this feels like that that next level. Like he leveled up in his pettiness. So like. This I'm okay with. <clears throat> Going back to the Instagram post, that's that's that, the, that humble. That yeah, was no, that was like humble, whatever. Humble king, like humble prince, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like I have issues with how he phrased that Instagram. Not that he, he makes a statement of like I am great, but like just the way he talks to himself in the third person. Yeah, the if he put humility. LeBron King on like these shoes, I'd have an issue with it. Don't deal with yourself in the third person. But putting I'm King on the shoes, like. You can say that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, with with the context and also you having one of the best years of your career. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, when it's all said and done, he's going to be arguably the greatest player of all time. Yes. Some people say now, again, arguably. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. I want to talk to you about that. Yo, have you seen Nate? We're going all over the subject, but I don't don't care. Nate posted this weird gift thing. Yeah, I showed Dan. About... Showing how LeBron, <laughs> so, how how somehow Le- Michael Jordan wasn't as good as he is on you. You really use gifts to prove a point. I I because we could. I'm saying, but you you but, but you, you co-signed you, it. You presented it as factual evidence. I pre- do. You really want us to go find gifts of James Harden guarding LeBron James? Go for it. Or like any other of these tiny men. Cause, I, cause, what's gonna end up happening is you don't want this. The same way we look at Will Chamberlain, like, did he really do it? Because of how much physically he was better than everybody else, we're gonna end up looking at LeBron James very similarly. I think you're gonna never do, seen. That. I think you're gonna do that to every superstar. No, I think if you want to go, and this was the thing with Jordan. I just, I love when people will admit that Jordan isn't always what people says that he is. But what about that gift strand showed that? It just showed that, like, yeah, like, John Hornacek guarded him in the finals. LeBron's been guarded Did he? by, yes. Did he, the whole finals, Hornacek guarded yes. him? Yes. So, so when he when he shook up Byron Russell, that that wasn't, that wasn't, that was Hornacek too? 
No, I'm not saying Hornacek guarded him every second that Jordan was on the floor. Yeah. But when Hornacek was on the floor, his assignment was Michael Jordan. So I, I don't think it's wrong to look back and go, you know what? When LeBron is in the finals, he's been guarded by some of the best defenders we've seen. Who? Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Um, you get guarded by Kawhi. You get guarded by Iguodala. Um, so those are the two finals that he lost. Keep okay. In the ones he in the ones he won. Physically, I don't know. they're not even close to him. But keep going. Right. But I'm saying if you look, he's at, got at least forty to fifty pounds on Iguodala. He does. And thirty to forty on Kawhi Leonard. Right. And two to three inches on them. To the to that point. Keep going. And it's nobody so much that can guard LeBron. Okay. But the, he's saying that this. Everybody makes this comparison. Oh, LeBron wouldn't be able to handle Jordan's era. LeBron would get knocked around. LeBron this, LeBron that. You know how you, you know he how showed you, LeBron would run over guys in that era just like he would this. If anything, LeBron would thrive more in the hand check era defensively. How? When he could push guys wherever he wanted to defensively. Who's who's really going around LeBron if he's able to hand check? But who's LeBron going around? He falls down every time somebody blows on him. Right, but LeBron, <laughs> if if the game is built to where LeBron can go through people, he's going through. I'm just saying, I don't like this. LeBron's getting, Charles Oakley is knocking LeBron's teeth out. He's not. He's going to try. He's going to try. And no one tries now. That's the thing. No, nobody That's, tries because you're playing basketball now. But so you can't. You, That's I, what I'm saying. Like, don't don't glorify this era of guys that either didn't play defense or their only defense was to knock your teeth out. Don't glorify a, that and say LeBron couldn't do anything. But don't glorify then. this era where no one can touch the offensive player. Right. I'm not. But you are. You're saying like, oh, he could do whatever. Like, no, he can't. He's not going to be able. He's not going to be able to do as much as he's done. I think if in you that flip era. Jordan I'm not and LeBron, saying, I'm not saying their stats change. That's maybe what I'm thinking. So I don't like this idea that Jordan's era is glorified all over the NBA when really the teams that he played in the finals compared to the teams that LeBron has faced in the finals, there's no comparison, and nobody brings that up. LeBron's faced some of the greatest teams in history in the finals. Jordan didn't face them to get to the finals? To get to the finals? To get to the finals. To get to the finals. Who did he face to get to the finals? Pistons. He had, so to, he had to get through the Pistons. He had to get the through Pist- the Celtics. So we're comparing the Pistons? To some of the teams that LeBron has faced in the that's, a, that's yes, what I'm saying in the finals. Yeah. You, 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 you about to show your age, young man. You I'm, to, I'm saying when people yes. Hall of Famer, they have there's two Hall of Famers on that team. I'm saying Maybe when people more, talk about Jordan six for six and that LeBron is hurt <clears> because he's lost in the finals. Lebron has lost to teams that Jordan Who's, never faced. Also, and Jordan Le, was never LeBron even close to your, facing. First of all, if you realize too, LeBron took, I don't know how we got this, but LeBron to get to the finals in the East has had the easiest that any superstars ever had. I now that's I think that's I'm okay. gonna I'm, I'll, I I who was his biggest who was his biggest I don't he, bro- his biggest he essentially broke up Boston East. he essentially broke up one of Boston's best teams in history because they were all they were old. old they were old by the they time they weren't old they he were broke still in them. the playoffs he broke them first I mean he, they broke him first he had to leave there. To go to Miami, he didn't have to leave. No, he, 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 he to took leave. that jersey no, off. He had to leave. He was like, "Y'all not." He I wasn't going to win in Cleveland. Have to leave. Yeah. Why did he leave? We made yet that to decision. See, here's the thing: we've yet to see LeBron. Okay. Take what was given, to, like what was presented to him, and not this really. Or we've yet to see him lead a team like that into the finals. The thing that bothers me about LeBron is that you never hear with Michael is the amount of superstars he needs on his supporting staff, like. Every week, it's how are the how are the Cavs going to trade for one more yeah. piece? He needs help. to add to the puzzle. Yeah, or oh, they don't have a deep enough bench. Or oh, they don't. Uh, oh, can't Kyrie do? Like it's always everybody else's fault when they don't win. 
I do. I do think it's that. It's always I think, everybody else's fault. I think fault. LeBron, uh, in in and his, he plays to that in weird pockets. Which is what, he plays to that. The too. media has had kitty gloves on with LeBron, with the way they've talked about him, the way they reported on him. I don't think he got enough slack for the way that he ended that series against the Celtics. Yeah, I don't think that. But I don't think you can fault a guy for wanting to put people around him to give him the best chance at winning. I'm not. I don't. No one's I don't faulting, faulting him, him for that. But he I'm, didn't. He's never elevated. Like he's never elevated that uh, the group. Like he he does. He always gets a 2014. That team was was trash. I understand that team was trash. But what I'm saying is, when he does lose, he does not face the fire that he should. When he has as much talent around, he gets more talent. He's had more talent on teams that he's lost with than Jordan did. That's true. Okay. Right. And Jordan didn't lose. (laughs) Well, Jordan lost plenty of first rounds. Jordan saying, never lost I'm, in the finals. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. LeBron will get the most talent around him and still lose. So silence. Silence. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how I want to phrase this question. Do you think that LeBron is losing with Jordan's team, or that Jordan is winning with LeBron's? Team? I think Jordan's winning with LeBron's team. Mm-hmm. So, if, so if you give Jordan that 2004 Cavs team. He's going to the finals. No, 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 not that team. I'm talking about the super. I'm strictly talking super. super so we're really only talking teams. one finals where LeBron really didn't show up, which was against the Mavs in 2000. It's not about the. Show, it's not even about the showing up. You can show up and have the points, but if you have the if you have the horses with you and you lose and you call yourself the greatest and you lose with that, I can't call you the greatest. You really think Jordan's beating these Warriors? I think Jordan with two other All Stars is beating. This. I'm saying literally replace LeBron with Jordan. You think they're beating the Warriors the times that he has lost to the Warriors? Yes. I mean, it's a, you, you, you. It's it's very you're hypothetical. King, you're the king but, of hypothetical, but I yeah. That's um, but that's all we have. Yes, with the I hypothetically LeBron. believe here's that. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why I say that. I saw LeBron lose to a Dirk Nowitzki led team when he had that's, two All Stars. That's really the only inexcusable. But that's what I'm saying. That's a very big red flag that LeBron people never accept. I think people like, accept that. They're like, no, well, you know, they were they were brand new. They didn't know how to play with each other. You have the greatest player of all time, supposedly. You do. You don't lose to Dirk and Dirk and friends. He <laughs> lost to Dirk and friends. He did. That's that with, was not with D, a younger D Wade, a younger D Wade, in a in an all star Chris Bosh. Yeah. You don't lose to Dirk and friends. That's what I'm saying. LeBron uh, Jordan doesn't lose to Dirk and friends. You know that, right? Right. That's probably the one. You know he doesn't lose to Dirk and friends. Right. No, no I'm saying I'm all saying right. that. That's LeBron's worst. That's the that's the biggest stain on LeBron's career for me. It's a big one, and to me, but that's the only stain. That's a big one. You know, yeah, we could do this for a while. We could do this for a while. We could. It's one. I I really like this your, conversation. Your love obsession with LeBron James is. It's like not borderline. a love obsession. It is. It's not. It is. I you, just don't you, know why everybody else isn't happy that you get to watch the greatest player of all time. Who said I'm not happy. I appreciate LeBron. Why does I think he's one of the greatest players of all time. I think he gets a pass that Jordan. I think there's a chance. If if nothing else, we live in this highlight era that it's like LeBron has one incredible dunk and it's all in a game and it's like all of a sudden like he is the greatest of all time. Like no, like there's a lot more things that make a great basketball player than the ability to take over a single play. And I and I've never seen LeBron take over a. Like an entire series, I've seen him take over games, but yeah. I've never been like seen him say, "I'm I'll, gonna win this series." Yeah, that's my, my biggest okay. my biggest thing with LeBron, and this is why I I can never. It's I've seen his will to win broken on the court. Which which game are you saying? You can name any. You can name several. Anytime he's lost, <laughs> anytime he's lost, you can see it. 
You can see the will to win broken. You can see it when he left the court. Uh, you can see when he left the court after the Boston. You can like you can see the moments in the game where he's like, "Oh, we not we're not winning." And even the regular, you can see it. I didn't watch Jordan because I wasn't as old, but I yeah. There's no one who would dis- who, there's no one who would say I saw the will to win in Jordan broken. There's okay. no one that would say and you, we can all point to those points. Kobe too. That's why I never because you can see the same thing. Kobe mm-hmm. as much as you compare Kobe to Jordan, there were moments in Kobe's career where he was like he looked at the team around and he was like we're not winning and the will to win was broken, and that's why I would never have him in the I, you don't see that with Jordan. But even I would put like I put Kobe over LeBron as far as the total package. What? Yeah, absolutely. Like the ability to like turn it on and like I'm going to win this game. I don't care. I don't care if I have the worst team behind me. I'm about to score 60 points in this game. LeBron, he just like he he is a highlight machine and he is the most physically He's gifted a stats machine. He he is the most physically gifted basketball player that's ever lived, but that does not make him the greatest basketball he player that's ever lived. He has statistics that are only him. You know who so did Westbrook's putting up statistics this year? You know what his team he sucks. His team sucks. He He's cannot one of the worst win. Three point right. shooters. But you've got <laughs> to say you've got Kobe over LeBron, which I love Kobe. I've always liked Kobe. He's not he's not over LeBron. That's just that's such that's such a lack of really doing any sort of research other than gut feeling. Okay, what research have you done? You you other than your you gut want, feeling. You can look at stat if you what if stats? we're really comparing Kobe versus LeBron. LeBron has more for- points, rebounds, and assists. Okay. He's a better offensive player. I think now stats don't really come across on defense. He's not a better offensive player than Kobe. He's not a better offensive player. I think if you give... He's not He's not a better shooter. He's not a better offensive... Here's the thing. He's a better scorer than Kobe. No, 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 no. No, he's not at all. Not at all. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about LeBron. And, I, and I'm saying this as... I'm not a LeBron hater. Right. I'm a LeBron fan. I think LeBron legitimately is probably the greatest basketball player we've ever seen. Right? The thing is... Is LeBron top three? Is he one of the top three shooters we've ever seen? No. Is he one of the top three rebounders we've ever seen? No. Is he top three scores that we've ever seen? Scorers. Yeah, raw score. No. He's not right. Is he top three? He might be top three passer. Yeah. Might be top, three, but like, he's not top three or in any of the one the things that make you great. Right. Like if you ask anything about Kobe. Would you say Kobe's one of the top three or four? You know what I mean? Scores, shooters, shooters yeah. Shoot, you know what I mean? Like scores of the basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you talk about, I'm thinking about like another like, but but that's but I'm saying that to say this is also what makes LeBron great because he's not top three. I would say in any of these really things really, but he's he he pushed for three in almost all of them, mm-hmm. and every all the other players that we love can't do that. Like Jordan can't be top rebounder. Like you know what I mean? Like so that's but that's the, he's he's the literal like. Not even a jack of all trades. He's like a, he's like a, a not even a master of all trades, but like whatever's less than a master of them, but like can't doesn't put them all together. Like he's not the best at any one thing. That's my thing. He's not the best at any one thing. And I swear to God, every like every time he passes 60,000 points, seventy, we like make such a big deal about it. There's players that have over a hundred thousand points. Right. It, but it's LeBron is doing this with all these other stats. LeBron could end up having the most points, most rebounds, and most assists. Yeah. How is that? As not the... say, but you're making up a stat. Like you're like you're taking individual stats and combining them so that you're lowering the bar. So he's right now he averages 
he averages better per game in every stat than Kobe Bryant's career. So we'll just go ahead and put that out there. Um, total points, he is a little under 2,000 shy, but leads him in every other category except for steals. Um, he has 200 more blocks than Kobe. Um, field goal percentage. LeBron shot a higher uh, field goal and three-point percentage. Sure. No, no, no. I don't, Here's no. the thing. Again, so it's, I don't, it's, 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 he, he benefits from – here's you know what it is. He's very, LeBron he, he's very statistically similar, probably. is better in the playoffs than Kobe. Sure, fine, fine, fine. What I'm saying is you're not, you're, not, you're not asking LeBron. You got one chance to win for your life. You're going to go LeBron or you're going to go Kobe. Statistically. I'm asking no. you. I'm yeah, asking I'm you. going LeBron. I know you are. You're dead. Um <laughs> Here's the here's the thing. LeBron is probably I think if I'm gonna compare different sports, we'll forget these last two topics. We're probably never gonna get to the last nope, two topics. We have. Um, LeBron to me kind of reminds me in a way of Hank Aaron. <laughs> Hank Aaron never led the league in home runs, right? Like it, to a greater level, LeBron is he never led the league in home runs. I don't think he ever led the league in RBIs. I don't, I don't think, or maybe made a lead in RBIs, but never like batting average. But consistent for a long time and was one of the top three, four, five. You know, one, two, three, four, in all of those categories. So summation is like, oh, this is probably one of the greatest hitters of all time. Everybody will say Willie Mays is one of the greatest they ever saw or whatever. So LeBron has more Mays than him in that in that regard, right? But, like, all those stats you're saying, you're not thinking LeBron as a rebound leader, right? You're not necessarily thinking about, like, as a season rebound leader, like, in, like an NBA season rebound leader. You're thinking, like, a Dwight Howard or, like, another big man. That's going to lead in rebounds. You're not going to necessarily think about him as the most assists in a game. You know what but I mean? We're, we're we're seeing here. We're splitting hairs because he is great. Right. He, no one's no one's saying he's a scrub. What what I'm saying is that I think he is given undue praise in the sense that he is a stats machine. You're right. But he, I, I can't. Like it comes down to this to me. If you, if you're the greatest player of all time, I should never hear, "Hey, you we need to bring more pieces to the table when they've already brought in like one of the best shooters in the league from an, another team to and you had the best point guard in the league on your team and you still couldn't win because you're up against one of the greatest no. teams in nope. history. Who, nope. Sure, sure, sure. That, he, that is Jordan even, even if that's the nobody case, else has faced anything even like the Warriors. If that's the case, right? If you claim to be the greatest of all time, you beat them. That's not you do. You beat them. That's so you beat them. So the Warriors have better players than the Cavs. Overall, yes. The Warriors. But who has the greatest player? A, LeBron is the greatest. Then player. Then the greatest player has to show. LeBron up. is the greatest player of all time that has had to face some of the greatest teams of all time. You've played basketball, right? Yes. So you've been in, in the experience where, like, there's one player on the court where it's just like, God, he is so much better. That, that, like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. So why is that not the case here? Because you have to beat that guy. You have to beat them four times. You have to beat a team four times in a row. You're not, like, it, <sighs> these super teams. That's what I'm saying. This is a completely new He's era. a super team. Is, is, he, is LeBron going to win the finals team. this year? Because last year you said yes, and last they year, got last year their I did ass say yes. kicked. Yeah. They did. They got crushed, and I was shocked, to be completely honest. Why were you I shocked? Was, I was shocked because I didn't think that the Warriors were that good. No, you were shocked because the greatest player, quote-unquote, of yeah. all time got it handed to him. Yeah. And that, that can't it, happen it to be the It was shocking to see that. And then you go, you know what? Warriors are one of the greatest teams we've ever seen. 
See again, you lowered the bar for great. That's when you do that. That's not. It does. The Warriors would. The, I would stack these couple these past three years. This was three year run that the mm-hmm. Warriors have had. I'd stack that up against any other team in history. Sure. I'm not. I'm not saying they're not one of the all time great teams. Obviously, they have the stats and the wins to prove it. What I'm saying is the way we talk about LeBron. <coughs> excuse me, as the greatest player of all time. Yeah. If you're gonna be that. Then every challenge that comes, that means you you beat every challenge that comes. To it you. doesn't mean that. Well, then 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 you by doing <laughs> that you've so, lowered the bar. You've lowered the bar for greatness. That's so unfair. You've lowered, but you but fair unfair. That's so completely fair, unfair. unfair you lowered say. the bar for greatness. Whether you like it or not, you lowered the bar for greatness. You're saying you get a pass. You get a pass. Yeah, you're playing the greatest team ever. Potentially. You're the greatest player ever. Yeah. Greatest player defeats greatest teams. No, because team. Because no, it's because LeBron cannot player. take over a game. <laughs> that's not true. He doesn't do it. And LeBron, he doesn't do it. LeBron, a- I would say, to to that point, that those last couple, especially with Kyrie and, and an emerging Kyrie and Kevin Love, you could say one of the top five greatest teams, right? Okay. If you're in the ballpark with the greatest team, you should you should be you should have better finals results. Yes, it was the than Durant huh? when Durant got added. That's what pushed sure. them. But all right, so what's his excuse? What's his excuse for Miami when they lost to Dirt? Oh, that's what I'm saying. I, I, there's no excuse for that. That he was a getting, bad. But he series. keeps getting. I'm not keeping giving him stuff. I'm no, saying maybe that's not bad. you, but I'm saying the people who are similar keep finding ways to give him excuses why he didn't do it. They keep, you know, that's true. They keep finding giving excuses why he didn't do it. He never has to face the fire. And then it's you'll always say, but Kyrie's the stats. fault. It'll be like Kyrie was too young. Kevin Love wasn't this. The bench wasn't good. If you're the greatest, that don't matter. I just yeah, that don't see, matter. Just, we just have different definitions. I know you like to lower the bar for greatness. It's not that I don't. I just you don't. Did. You lowered the bar. I'm for okay greatness. with greatness failing. Oh, it's not great then. Please like stop. I'm completely fine with that because we don't hold Jordan's first round exits against him. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Nobody ever talks about that. Yeah, we don't do. hold all the years that Jordan didn't get to the finals against him. Yes, we but do. We go, oh man, six finals against. You make it when it counts, dog. You make it when it counts, so, and we do hold it against so ridiculous him because we talk about how because we talk about how he didn't he didn't he wasn't enough and he, what I think what it is with Jordan we talk about and maybe maybe we, again it might just be different people we listen to could definitely be that but okay. the narrative that I always got with Jordan was he just got kept getting it handed to him his whole career and he at one point he said enough is enough mm-hmm. this summer I'm going in like this like I'm going to take over the league this way. I don't care how much the Pistons are doing. I don't care about, like, I'm taking over. I don't care about all that. I'm taking over. He took his lumps, and there was his slow rise, right? Okay. There was his slow rise. And then once he got it together, it was like, I'm not, I'm never going back, right? LeBron's story is he was he was anointed the greatest ever. He was. Right? And then individually lived up to it, right? But then when he couldn't bring that those band of terrible players together, he said, oh, I need to go form super teams. Yep. And, and that should have been the reason why he goes on to that should have been his moment to then go and be going to run like Jordan, but he didn't. He consistently doesn't. And we know you're the greatest and then we give you great players and, and he, it should be enough. And he declares these things like not one, not two, right. not three, yeah, that wasn't, not four. That pep rally Miami ran. That was right. not, that was not good. Just bring you down Udonis Haslam and Mario Chalmers along. That's all I ask. You had five players on the roster and you left two of them out. But the point is, is he makes this declaration that he should go on this crazy run and yeah. nothing. Yeah. He's, he is known to say one, fi- one, one championship. 
Okay. Yeah. Ugh. How many? How many does he have now? LeBron has three. 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 He has three. Seven straight appearances. He's now been in more finals than Jordan. He's never once turned his Can back I just on say the this league. Too? Can I just say this too? That is a very new thing. I feel like that didn't used to mean anything to say you showed up to the game. You made it there. That is. That is a very like. It's not a new thing to go to to be to be no, the guy. No, to, to, for it to be highlighted. Like, like you know he went to he played. In it's like it's LeBron. It it's like LeBron teams. is like Phil Mickelson now. Like well he got second mm-hmm. to Tiger the entire time and so now he is the greatest golfer of all time because because he would have been if he hadn't run into Tiger. Yes. No. That's, Say that. That's not the right. That's but that's how people frame because, it. Yeah. Or Dan Marino would have had twelve titles if he hadn't. You know, there were the other teams. That's what they, that's what they do with LeBron. It, do they not make excuses for LeBron's losses? I, I think some people for him being is supposed to be the greatest player of all time. Some people make excuses, but I don't think it's it's even close to the excuses people will make for Jordan. What excuse? He, that's the thing. People completely excuse Men lie, the people ex- number completely excuse numbers the Wizards year. Six for six. People completely excuse the year Jordan Why said we don't have it, so I'm going to run to baseball so I don't ruin the six straight. How, how do what, you think he didn't have it? They came people back with the same team. People completely disregard that he lost to the Pistons for ye- the only no time he beat the Pistons. It. I found I found the air horn. All right, we did it. <laughs> we did it. Last two topics. No, no, no. We, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Dan doesn't like the winner of the Masters. You guys can talk to him about that on Twitter. Yeah, I think that was our last topic. Dan about that one? Patrick yeah. Reed. Oh, yeah. And Russell Red, Crowe. Redneck of the year. Oh, yeah. Russell Crowe sold a bunch of weird stuff. One of them was the jockstrap from Cinderella Man. Another one's a baseball bat signed by Al Pacino. It's really weird. He's going through a tough time. He's also maybe a little crazy. So, thoughts and prayers. Cinderella Man is a great movie. To Russell Crowe. Yeah, someone paid five thousand dollars or eight thousand dollars for something that touches. He had a face impression of Ali. (laughs) He's got some weird stuff. (laughs) If you feel like paying a lot for weird sports stuff, go check out Russell Crowe's auction. Gotcha. (laughs) Maybe he'll sing to you. You don't know. It might be great. Shut that down. Don't do that, Russell. That's it, guys. Damon will be back (laughs) next week once he comes back from beyond the sea. Uh, My name is Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. Snapchat, Instagram is just I am Owens. Yo, follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Do or Die or David Purdue Comedy. Uh, for more information on more shows. Uh, if you're in Atlanta, I'll be at the Laughing Skull Lounge this Saturday and Sunday um, at the Best of Atlanta shows. Also, the week after this, I'll be at Laughing Skull Lounge um, uh, hosting for Matt Bronger. And the week after that, I'll be at Laughing Skull Lounge for Laughing Skull Fest. Uh, but in all that, David, Ru- David Uh Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot. forgot. Barrel of Laughs Wednesday. Uh, if you guys are listening it's to a this great show. Wednesday morning, it's uh, come on. Tell, tell us that you listen to the show. We'll let you in for free. Uh, Friday, Damon and I are going to be in uh, Louisville at uh, Bonnick Beer Company. And then Saturday, we're going to be in Versailles, Kentucky, which is right outside of Lexington, uh, at Locals Tavern. So uh, if you're in those areas, come say hey. We'd appreciate it. Uh, that's all we've got. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. Hey, running hopefully the show. I... For stirring, S- stood in for a second. The straw that stirred the drink. <laughs> Let us know. We may just do a whole bonus episode on LeBron versus Jordan. We might have to. It's always especially fun. next week. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Next week might. This might be. It might be part two to this, but it'll be yeah. good. Let us know what you guys think. Always on Twitter. Rate review. We need twenty more people. Twenty more. That's 20 it. More. Just bring a brother and a sister. Yeah. Hashtag fourth and, and ten. Peace. And Viacom Yeah, I'm leaving GA Gonna lay in the hot sun And roll a big fat one And, and grab my guitar
guitar and play.